Alright guys, it's me Eli again, back here with another podcast today. Today I'm going to be doing my uh, Mock Draft 4.0 Round 2. This is, again, my final Mock Draft. So after this, I'm, I am done guys. So uh, yeah, this is my final one and uh, it's going to... It's going to kind of be sad that I don't get to do this stuff anymore. Uh, I'm hoping that the uh, mock drafts will still be available, even though people are still gone. Or the draft is over, but it's it's going to be cool. But Yeah, pretty sad that uh, draft is... I mean, it's amazing that... Uh, oh, the draft is tomorrow, but it's like the wait's going to be over. But... Uh, yeah, I'm really excited, but let's go ahead and get into the second round of my Mock Draft 4.0. So, with the 33rd pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, first pick of the second round, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I had them selecting Pat Fryermuth, tight end out of Penn State. Um, I, to me, I just feel like in the second round, in between the two picks that the uh, Jags have, uh, that Pat Fryermuth will... will for sure be taken throughout one of those, at least. I mean, there's a few teams that would easily take him in between those two, between those picks of the uh, Jags. So I just feel like you have to take him there, and you can easily get a tackle a little bit more. Uh, I had them drafting Trevor Lawrence, of course, uh, Trayvon Morig, and then Pat Frymuth here. And you'll see who I have them drafting later. But yeah, Pat Frymuth, second best tight end in the draft. You got to take him there. Uh, with the 34th spot, I have the New York Jets selecting Gregory Rousseau, edge rusher out of Miami. So earlier in the draft, they had I had them getting uh, Caleb Farley and Zach Wilson, and then they're getting Gregory Rousseau here. I mean, the Jets, that's already building a really, really good group of guys. So, uh, yeah, I I just think that, you, it, that the Jets need an edge rusher, and they can... Start building up back on that defense with Gregory Rousseau and uh, Caleb Farley, and they'll be, they'll be, that'll be a good, a good defense. Uh, but yeah, you got to take Rousseau there. He's not going to be available after that, so take him there. Uh, with the thirty-fifth spot, I have the Atlanta Falcons selecting Eric Stokes, cornerback out of Georgia. Uh, yeah, he is. He is like I said earlier in my other mock drafts, uh, or the one right before here. Uh, the uh, first round, I had uh, them getting pits, but about the cornerbacks, there's only f- like five or six good ones in my opinion. Eric Stokes barely makes the sixth spot in my opinion. So, uh, Falcons go ahead and take a cornerback that is one of their most needed positions, and uh, he's the best one available at that spot. So you got to take him there. Uh, with the 36th spot, I have the Miami Dolphins selecting Walker Little tackle of Stanford. Now, it was kind of tough for me here. I wanted to pick Dylan Radunz or Samuel Cosme or Liam Aikenberg, but I just feel like Walker Little is going to be someone that, that Miami Dolphins, that's the type of pick that they would pick. Uh, so that's why I have him going there. He hasn't played that much. He, I don't think he played in the 2021-2020 season at all. He only played 2019, so uh, not really sure how he's going to end up, but I still think, I mean, he was a really good tackle <clears throat> last year, so we'll see what, or two years ago, I guess he's going to say now, but I really think that you got to you gotta take a tackle if you're Miami, and I think that uh, 
Uh, that can start with Walker Little there. Uh, with the 37th spot, I have the Philadelphia Eagles selecting Terrence Marshall Jr. Yes, uh, Marshall, he did fall a little bit, he or a lot, actually. He probably was going to be a first-rounder, but I just had him falling, and this is where he ends up uh, with the good old Eagles. So that'll give him, uh, that'll give Hurts another weapon besides uh, Alshon, Jeffrey, uh and Jalen Reger, and I guess they do have Travis Fulgham as well, but then you can get Terrence Marshall in there as well to build up on that receiving core and hopefully become one of the better ones in the league. And uh, that way, Hurts has some people to throw to <clears throat> that aren't just, like, sucky wide receivers. So, Terrence Marshall going to the Eagles. Uh, with the 38th spot, I have the Bengals selecting Diami Brown, wide receiver out of North Carolina. <clears throat> uh, Diami Brown, so... He is probably going to fall later, but then again, I'm wondering, Bengals are, do not have another pick in the second round, and Diami Brown will be taken in the second round at some point. So I'm just like, well, I mean, you didn't get a hold of Jamar Chase in the second round, or the first round, so you got to take a wide receiver here for, uh, oh, <clears throat> Burrow. I mean, you did get uh, Higgins in the first round last year, and he turned out to be, in my opinion, a top four rookie wide receiver, in my opinion. So, uh, Dimey Brown, we'll see how he does. There are a lot of good wide receivers in the draft, and I wonder how he will do if when he gets drafted, but I have him going to the Bengals, and I think that he'll be another really great weapon for Burrow. Uh, with the 39th spot, I have the Carolina Panthers selecting Zaven Collins, linebacker from Tulsa. He also fell a little bit. Wouldn't be surprised if he goes in the first round, but I just feel like uh, you got to take him up there He's a really good linebacker. He is better than Nick Bolton, in my opinion. Uh, Nick Bolton would be available there, but you just got to take Zayvon Collins. I, he is top three linebacker in the draft, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, take him there at the 39th spot, and he's going to go to Carolina, and he's going to do great things there. And then right after that, with the 40th spot, I have the uh, Denver Broncos selecting linebacker Nick Bolton out of uh, Missouri. So, uh, Nick Bolton uh, is actually an interesting guy. Uh, he, I mean, I like the guy. I really do. He has made his way up a lot. I hadn't even heard of him until about a month ago. Two months ago, probably. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad to see that he's making his way up. But, uh, yeah, the Broncos did not get a hold of uh, Micah Parsons there in the first round or Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa. And as well as Zayvon Collins there. But Nick Bolton, he is my fourth best uh, linebacker in the draft. And I could easily see him going to the Broncos as, or to the uh, Panthers as well. But I just feel like uh, that you got to take a linebacker here. So uh, that's why Nick Bolton, best linebacker available, you got to take him there. Um, And then with the 41st spot, I have the. Detroit Lions selecting Dylan Reddins, tackle out of North Dakota State. So the, the interesting thing about the these second these second round tackles, a lot of them I had going to the Chiefs when they had when they held that uh, first round spot. Uh, Samuel Cosme, I had him going there a few times. Dylan Reddins was probably my number one guy going to KC. Uh, Eichenberg, I had him going there. I I had Walker Little occasionally going there. A lot of these guys, I they're just a lot of these second-round tackles are around the same rank for me. I just feel like 
they they aren't they aren't amazing tackles like the first round ones of course because that's why they're not drafted as soon as the first round ones but they're still solid tier 2 tackles and I, this is the most solid tier 2 tackle group of offensive linemen that I have seen in a while so I really like the whole uh tackle situation in the draft so yeah, that I just got to talk about that real quick. But yeah, Lions are getting Dylan Edmonds there. They do need to tackle. They need to protect Goff and uh, provide some support to DeAndre Swift now in that cast of uh, uh, offense for the Detroit Lions. And you can start by protecting them with Dylan Edmonds. Oh, at the 42nd spot, I have the New York Giants selecting Jamin Davis, linebacker of Kentucky. He is a top five as well. Uh, Jamin Davis, he's a real good linebacker. I really want the Chiefs to end up getting that guy, but he's not going to fall all the way to where the Chiefs are. Uh, so, yeah, Jamin Davis, uh, the Patriots do need a linebacker. Uh, if they do not draft a quarterback, I almost guarantee you they will draft Micah Parsons, the Patriots will. But, uh, yeah, they missed out. The uh, Giants missed out on... Micah Parsons, so they're going to end up getting uh, Jamin Davis there at that 42nd spot. Uh, 43rd spot, I have the uh, San Francisco 49ers selecting Carlos Basham Jr. Basham Jr. from uh, Wake Forest. He's an edge rusher. Uh, Yeah, why not get someone on the other side of uh, Nick Bosa, and you can become a really, really good defensive line just like it was. Uh, Ken Law didn't really work out that well last year. I mean, he is a defensive lineman, not an edge rusher. Uh, but still, he's Kinlaw's not terrible, but why not add some more supporting cast for that defensive line? And you can start there with Carlos Basham Jr. Uh, 44th spot, I have the Cowboys selecting Elijah Molden, uh, safety out of Washington. This is the one pick that I kind of regret taking. I kind of didn't really look at the most, pos- most needed p- positions that the Cowboys needed. The thing about PFF, they don't really update their, uh, like, what teams need. So, like, some of this stuff is from, like, two, like February. This there are Some of these positions that the people need. So, uh, I just saw that, and I saw safety was one. And then I check on Draft Network, and safety is one of the last positions they need just because they've uh, got some new ones. But they did get a cornerback in the first round. But wouldn't be surprised if they end up taking an edge rusher here. But... I had him going with the safety, uh, but, yeah. Uh, 45th spot, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting one of these other tackles. Samuel Cosme from Texas. He is another really good uh, Tier 2 uh, tackle here. Uh, Jags need to protect Burrow, and you can start there with, uh, I mean, you already do have an okay offensive line, not not a real good one. But uh, you can start by... Start with Sam Cosby and start building up on that O line. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if they end up taking the uh, Jackson Carmen something like that from uh, Clemson, just because you know uh, that would be a Clemson O lineman working with a Clemson quarterback in the same team. But I just feel like the Jags could easily probably get that guy at the beginning of the third round. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if they take a wide receiver here. Just because, I mean, DJ Chark is good and all. He, I mean, he really is a good wide receiver. 
Dee Dee Westbrook, Albert Wilson, or sorry, Albert Wilson's not there. Uh, who else is on the uh, Jags? I oh, they did sign Marvin Jones. I forgot about Marvin Jones going there, but they could go an extra wide receiver here. But I just feel like you got to protect your new quarterback, and Sam and Cosme will be the perfect guy, at least the best tackle uh, like left available there. Uh, this one might surprise a little bit of you guys. Uh, with the 46th spot, I have the New England Patriots selecting Travis Etienne, running back out of Clemson. When you think about it, it's not really a bad pick. Uh, I I saw Travis Etienne was available at the 46th spot, and I was like, well, heck, uh, the Patriots have a terrible running game. Why not get Etienne here? Uh, I feel like this guy is... He he's a real good running back. He reminds me a lot of Frank Gore and some of those bigger or running backs, those power guys. I feel like he's going to be a lot like them. He does remind me a little bit of Clyde Clyde Edwards-Helaire. That's who I resemble him to. And like Najee Harris, I he reminds me of Jonathan Taylor. Those are that's who they all remind me of, but uh, yeah, ETN, I have him going to the Patriots, and I feel like that would be great for that offense, and wouldn't be surprised if they take a wide receiver here, I was debating on that as well, but I just feel like, uh, you, you gotta take that running back in Ecton right, or ETN right here. Uh, 47 spot, I have the Los Angeles Chargers selecting Ronnie Perkins, edge rusher out of Oklahoma. Uh, he has started to rise a little bit more and more each week. And uh, he's definitely a really good edge. He's definitely top. Uh, well, there are a lot of good edges in the draft. So he's definitely not top five, but he is definitely top eight, in my opinion. So <clears throat> all of the edge rushers in this draft are pretty darn solid. So uh, you're going to get a good player out of any of these edge rushers. So Ronnie Perkins, in my opinion, was the best one available at that spot. Maybe Joseph Osai or Osei would be a good one to have, but I just feel like Chargers would go with Ronnie Perkins here. Uh, with the 48 spot, I have the uh, Las Vegas Raiders selecting Levi on Wuzurik, uh defensive lineman from Washington. This guy, I have a little bit of trouble saying his name. Uh, yeah, the PFF, they like this guy. They think that he'll be a good fit in that Raiders defense. Uh, they need to build up on that defense because, I mean, they have Herbert, uh, Mahomes, and uh, Drew Locke, possibly even a new quarterback such as Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones there. So who knows what happened there, but that that's a good group of quarterbacks there, and uh, they got to get after those guys in order for the Raiders to start even contending in the AFC West. And you can start there with Levi on Wuzurik. Uh, with the 49th spot, I have the Arizona Cardinals selecting Kelvin Joseph, cornerback out of Kentucky. So yeah, here I have the Cardinals drafting all of their picks uh, for me are defense because they got Micah Parsons there at the 16th spot, and now at the 49th spot they get Kelvin Joseph. He's a real, he's a pretty solid tier two, uh, maybe tier three cornerback. Like I said, the cornerbacks start going downhill. Uh, in the second and third rounds, so you're not going to get a lot of people in the second round or good cornerbacks. But Kelvin Joseph, uh, yeah, definitely uh, think that Cardinals should draft him there, and 
after missing out on Greg Newsom there and Caleb Farley and Asante Samuel, you got to take a cornerback, and that would be Kelvin Joseph. Uh, 50th spot, I have the Miami Dolphins selecting running back Javante Williams out of North Carolina. A lot of people say that Javante Williams is the best running back in this draft, and I could see that, but I just think that Etienne and Harris are better than this guy, but the Dolphins are still getting an amazing running back out of this. Uh, Gaskin, he's just way too small, and he's not producing what the Dolphins need him to. So why not start over with that running game with Javante Williams and give Tua another weapon to pass to in that receiving game and as well as just hand the ball off to. Uh, With the 51st spot, I have the Washington football team selecting Alex Leatherwood, tackle out of Alabama. Uh, There's a lot of hate with Alex Leatherwood, I know from what I've heard. But then, and then, there's a lot of people saying that he's very underrated. People are all like, oh, why is he not a first-rounder? He's so good. Uh, he should definitely be in the first round. I don't think I don't think that really is necessary for him to go in the first round. <laughs> he is not that, he's not that good to be a first-rounder, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, he's going to fall easily the second round, quite possibly third, maybe fourth even. But, yeah, I just feel like, Leatherwood, he's not, I mean, he's a, he's a solid, like I said, how all these tier two linemen, they're pretty solid, but, uh, best one available there, so Washington football team takes him. Uh, 52nd spot, I have the Chicago Bears selecting, this is going to surprise you guys, uh, Kyle Trask, quarterback in Florida, maybe it surprises you, maybe it doesn't. Kyle Trask, uh, I like the guy, uh, but a lot of people think that he could, end up going a lot farther, and I could believe that as well. Uh, wouldn't be surprised. It's it, I just feel like the Bears, it's a for sure, if they don't get a quarterback in the first round, the second round they are drafting a quarterback, either Kyle Trask, Kellen Mond, or Davis Mills. They're going to draft one of those three. One of those three will be available at the 52nd spot. But Kyle Trask, in my opinion, is the best person there, so I would snatch him up at that 52nd spot. Possibly even drafting, I mean, another quarterback, but I just, I mean, you do got to focus on your defense and your offense as well. You don't, you got to focus on those priorities. Quarterback is a priority, but stick with one for now. So, yeah, Kyle Trask going to the Chicago Bears. Uh, With the 53rd spot, I have the Tennessee Titans selecting Liam Eikenberg. Uh, tackle out of Notre Dame. He's, just like I said, another really good, solid uh, tier two lineman, and Titans are in need of a lineman, so they'll take him there. 54 spot, I have the uh, Colts. They're going to select Jackson Carmen, tackle out of Clemson. He could go to the Jaguars, like I was talking about earlier, but Colts do need a tackle, and uh, you can start there. I mean, after, I mean, they still have a top. Like, their old line is top three in the NFL. Uh, so, I mean, you could easily pass off, pass, like, on a tackle or guard or center, whatever you want. But I just feel like, why not build up even more on that offense? Uh, get, protect Rivers, protect, uh, Jonathan Taylor, and give him just better ways to run. And, uh, yeah, I just, Jackson Carmen's the way to go at that pick. Uh, 55th spot, I have the uh, 
Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Javon Holland, cornerback out of Oregon. He could go earlier, could go much later. Who knows what will happen there. But I had just had him fall in there. And uh, Steelers do need a cornerback after drafting. I mean, they could easily use a tackle as well. Wouldn't be surprised if they take Landon Dickerson here. But I just feel like Javon Holland is probably going to be what's going to happen there. Uh, 56 spot. Seahawks, I have them drafting Peyton Turner, edge out of Houston. Uh, Joseph Osai was still available here, but I just feel like that uh, the Seahawks don't, are not, I mean, they did get a Texas guy last year, and he didn't turn out that well. So uh, they're probably not going to draft another Texas guy this year. So they'll go with uh, edge rusher out of Houston, Peyton Turner. Uh, with a 57 spot, I have the L.A. Rams selecting Landon Dickerson, center out of Alabama. Uh, I mean, Rams really don't really need anyone. Uh, they could maybe go cornerback here, but like I said, not a lot of good cornerbacks. Uh, guard or center is probably their most needed position right now. Wide receiver, maybe. Uh, possibly even running back. They could maybe get Michael Carter here because he would be available. But I think Cam Akers is a good running back. So, yeah, Lennon Dickerson there as center after losing Austin Blythe. And, uh, yeah. 58 spot, here's my Chiefs. I have them selecting Jabril Cox, linebacker out of LSU. Shout out to Grandpa Rusty on this one. He really wants that linebacker. He's wanted a linebacker ever since we lost uh, Derek Johnson. So, uh, we're getting one here, and he when he will pair up with either Anthony Hitchens or Willie Gay, probably Willie Gay, uh, and Hitchens will probably. I mean, we'll see if Jabril Cox gets the starting job right there at linebacker, and uh, he still could even be paired up there with both Willie Gay and Hitchens still in that defense. But Jabril Cox, I want to I want a linebacker personally, and I feel like. Uh, Jabril Cox would be definitely the best linebacker there. Could get Chaz Surratt here from North Carolina as well. He's another linebacker. But I just feel like Jabril Cox would be better. So that's my opinion. Uh, With the 59th spot, I have the Cleveland Browns selecting linebacker out of North Carolina. Then Chaz Surratt. Not going to talk about that one. They need a linebacker. Chaz Surratt's the best one available. There you go. Uh, then with the 60th spot, I have the New Orleans Saints selecting Josh Palmer, wide receiver out of Tennessee. I like this guy. I really like Josh Palmer. He's one of my, he's one of my favorite wide receivers in this draft just because his character is really well, he, or really good. He's a real nice guy, and he played really well, uh, for Tennessee, uh, in his years there, so I feel like he's going to be a great addition to that Saints, uh, offense. He probably will end up falling later. Uh, he's probably not going to go any sooner than that. But, uh, yeah, definitely uh, definitely think that the Saints should draft him there. Uh, then I have, with the 61st spot, I have the Buffalo Bills selecting Aaron Robinson, cornerback out of UCF. He, is, he could go earlier, possibly, probably will be. But I just had him going here with the Bills. He fell. He's going to go here. I'm not going to talk about that one. Uh, 62nd spot, Packers. I have them selecting cornerback out of Syracuse, Ifetu Melifonwu. Uh, don't know if I pronounced that right, but, uh, you could go with the other UCF cornerback here, but I'm just like, 
I don't like corner to draft cornerbacks cornerbacks that are in that have like two really good ones on the same team just because I mean you're sharing that and you're not getting the start like the role the complete role yourself so that's just what kind of hold held me back from drafting the other UCF cornerback but uh if they do Melifonu, uh he's still a good cornerback but uh yeah he's gonna go to the Packers there and then with the 63rd spot here's the Chiefs once again uh, I have them drafting Joseph Osai, edge rusher out of Texas. So, yes, he fell to us here. I'm glad. I would be perfectly fine with getting Jabril Cox and Joseph Osai. Uh, we won't find out what the Chiefs draft until for another two days, but it's still going to be awesome to find out who they end up drafting. And, uh, yeah, excited to see what will happen. I think Joseph Osai would be perfect for the Chiefs. And then with the last pick in the uh, – Second round, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selecting quarterback out of Texas A&M, Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond has been there in Texas A&M for a long time. It's been at least, what, three or four years. He's been there his whole entire college career, and he's been phenomenal there. He's been a real good quarterback. He's He was just never surrounded by anyone good. So I think he's going to be great in the NFL, and uh, after Tom Brady leaves, probably he's going to probably get to play one last year, but... After he leaves, Kellen Mond can take that starting role. You saw what Jimmy G did with the Niners. After uh, sit, I mean, he sat behind Brady. It that's a whole different situation. But yeah, Kellen Mond to the Bucks, and that will conclude of my entire final mock draft for the 2021 NFL Draft. Uh, yeah, that was my 4.0 final, and I really think that it turned out pretty well. Uh, make sure to tell me what you agree with and what you disagree with. Uh, go ahead and text me or call me. Give me a shout. And definitely call me if you're uh, watching the draft and you got any picks you like or don't like. And Yeah, excited for, real excited for the draft. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, like I said in my first round mock draft of 4.0, I'm going to have a lot of stuff after this, such as... Uh, Brody's coming on the show, Ryan's coming on the show, Dustin's coming on the show, my dad's coming on the show, maybe even Grandpa Rusty coming on the show here. So, uh, yep, that's that concludes of the mock draft 4.0, the fourth and final mock draft for me. And, yeah, so thank you all for tuning in and listening today, and I will see you guys later on the Big Sports Talk. See ya.